this is the last episode for this season thank you guys so much for the love the support and constantly tuning in i appreciate each and every one of you to the max to the max so shout out to all of you guys for just rocking with me each week Welcome to Love in Black with Kareen Latoya. So for this week's episode, what I'm going to be doing is answering some questions to just wrap up everything. Um, So these questions are based on self-love. Thanks to everyone who sent questions in. I appreciate each and every one of you. I think that should be the theme tune. (laughs) I appreciate you. I appreciate you. No, I'm playing. Um, But yes, (laughs) I'm going to definitely be doing the Q&A about self-love. So let's get into it. The first question is, how would you describe self-love in your own words? I really should have thought about this before. (laughs) Um, So how I would describe self-love in my own words is that it's the way in which you care for yourself. And that, for me would include the things I say about myself, the way I present myself, the thoughts attached to the way I present myself, actually, because I could always rock up on certain things, like to certain places, looking certain way to some people that may be me not loving myself, but the comfort I feel within myself and in my head, it's a thing of, you don't like what you see, you don't have to look. It's as simple as that. Um, the fact that I feel comfortable in my skin to present myself in whatever form I give you and I'm never doubting the way I look and I'm really owning myself and my power, that is self-love. Um, people will, will dis- disagree with me. There are individuals who will definitely disagree with me. But for me, I'd say that's it. Um, Just allowing myself to be free is also self-love. Reminding myself that I shouldn't be too hard on myself. Telling myself that I am proud of me. These are self-love. Also, my self-care days where it's it can either be just a long hot bath 
or let me just use this day to kind of just do a whole little face mask kind of thing, you know, just little things like that, or the bigger things, paying for a spa treatment, it won't be, it's not a frequent thing, I really want it to be a frequent thing, like once a month, oh my gosh, that would be beautiful, anyway, we're gonna start with once a year, aka when my birthday comes, (laughs) so not until next year again, but it's okay, it's fine, uh, but yeah, little things like that, going out for self-dates, I remember I said this once, and someone was just like, yeah, you shouldn't say that, because that just doesn't sound right, yes, I take myself on dates, aka, I will go and sit down in the restaurant by myself, with my laptop, with my book, whatever it is, and it's just myself, my meal, my music, and either a notebook, laptop, or um, a novel or something, some sort, so that, for me, is self-love, self-love, that's how I love myself, self-love is um, the way in which you care for yourself, the things that you do for yourself, the way you you speak to yourself, so I really just went all around the world just to say that, (laughs) and I feel like I've just answered a whole other question as well, in that same breath. So, the next question is, what is self-love? Now, I answered, I did the previous question first, because I wanted to give you my take on self-love, before giving you what I've found, and I'm being honest right now, like, I've just opened up this website, haven't read through it properly, so you and I are going to find out what this website says self-love is. And the website is medicalnewstoday.com, and it is an article, and the article is called Why Self-Love is Important and How to Cultivate It. Now, moving into the section which says, what is self-compassion? This is what they say. So why this section first and foremost? They've said that self-compassion and self-love are largely used interchangeably in specialised literature. So let us go into that part of it. So they've given three components. Self-kindness, the way you treat yourself. Um that's with understanding and forgiveness, Um, recognising your place in shared humanity, so that is just acknowledging that people aren't perfect and your personal experiences are a part of a larger human experience, and mindfulness, so that comes down to emotional equanimity and avoidance of over-identification with painful emotions. That sounds like a lot. (laughs) That was a lot for me to say because I'm looking at these words, I haven't got my glasses on, and I'm like really squinting to see what they're saying. (laughs) So emotional equanimity and avoidance of over-identification with painful emotions. 
Oh, yep. I get it. It makes sense. So not attaching yourself too deeply to painful emotions. There we go. There we go. So that's what they say that self-love is. They've got, like, they go into that mindfully trained self-compassion. I will definitely give this a better read. Um, And I think you guys should do as well. Now, the next question is, who taught us to put self last? This question right here. It's a, I feel like it's a mixture of individuals, mixture of people. Um, we get taught that we're meant to be humble, right? We can't compliment ourselves too much. We are taught, say, for instance, as women in some some cultures, some society, that the man must be first. We grow up seeing our mothers put everyone else before themselves. We are taught that we are meant to be kind to others. And we are taught that we need to be go-getters. So you always have to keep going, keep going. It's from every corner. In school, however, I don't think we realise this, but school actually is that place which teaches you to put self first in regards to education. So you always must look out for you. So this is a time where we put ourselves first. You have to look out for yourself uh, to ensure that you are doing the best that you can do. You are trying to be the best that you can be. You cannot use your friends as signposts. You need to be the best version of you. But honestly, I didn't like that literally just hit me when I'm talk- when I was talking about the different aspects of our lives where we are taught to put others first but definitely in schools you we are taught to put ourselves first when it comes to our education our academics uh within some households as well where um academia is important you are taught to put yourself first because you get that question of but if your friend did this, would you? Especially if you try to use your friends as excuses, it definitely comes back down to you being first. But in regards to like who taught us to put our ourself last, to put self last, it's some of these things are innate. As I said, to like grow up and you see mothers always doing for everyone else and not really getting that time to withdraw for, for themselves that becomes an innate thing and you think oh my gosh I need to it's not even a thought process you just see this happening so therefore you do children live what they learn right um you are doing something you have to be humble but no one really teaches you that you must also be accepting of compliments appreciative of compliments um 
being kind to yourself by saying, well done, I did well. Um, you, you're meant to talk about yourself when you, yourselves when you go to interview and we find that difficult to do because we never have the moment to stop and say, this is what I can contribute to this, that and the other. Like, these are the skills that I possess. You only ever think about those skills when you're applying for jobs, when you're applying for universities, um, when you go to your job interviews, these are the times you get the opportunity to speak about yourself. But other than that, now you're talking about yourself a little bit too much. You know, you're being really big headed right now. You can't, you know, you say that you are beautiful. Somehow you become conceited. So others around you start putting you down when you start speaking up about yourself. So it's, there are so many different um, individuals, different external factors who contribute to us putting ourselves last and we need to put others first and make others feel better about themselves because that way we'll keep people happy and when we keep people happy we can be happy as well. It's a very messy system and we do need to stop. Now that I'm thinking about it we do need to stop <laughs> because if we continue living like this we we won't ever be able to spend the time with ourselves uh, to better ourselves. And if we aren't better for ourselves, we can't be better for other individuals. If we cannot put ourselves first, then truly putting another person first isn't going to happen. Because all of that time where sometimes we're trying to boost people, we're trying to do that whilst we are running low. So it is something that we do need to rectify we do need to sit back and really work on these things with ourselves, with others, and within our friendship groups where we realise that there is a certain friend who's saying, but um, you're too vain and all of the, like anything to put you down when you are speaking well of yourself, that's that friend that you say, uh-uh, get lost. <laughs> you end it there and then with that, that individual. Um, all right, maybe not there and then, but if you try and reason with them and they're not trying to, like, reason with you, yeah, so goodbye. It's like, mm -mm, no, next. So I'd say that is that question. Next question. What tools did you use to help you on your self-love journey? I feel like that is a very big question because I cannot say when I started like being mindful of my self-love journey. Um, I do know that I have had um, that individual who has told me that I was too vain because I posted pictures of myself. I post pictures of myself on my Instagram. It is my Instagram account. I can do this if I want to, like, fill up my story of photos of me. It's not vain. It's my Instagram account. This is what I can do if you've got a problem with it. You either stop following me or you just don't look. It's, sim it's little things like that. But So I know that I've had that individual where I've had to say no it's not me being vain 
Like, if I do not love myself, who will love me? And if I want to post pictures of myself, so what? Why am I going to wait for someone else to do this? And that was back in 2016. I was having that conversation. I know before that, from before that, <laughs> the the whole thing of if I do not love me, who is going to? That's been going on for the longest. I've been saying that for so long. Um, so in regards to this journey, I can't necessarily say when it started. And because of that, in regards to tools, um, I think they do come and they do go. Like when I've done that I went for a spa treatment in 2018 and I was just like yo this is nice I think I should do this every year I did that for my birthday and it was at that point I was like yeah I should do this every year so it's like I feel like I'm contradicting myself but I'm gonna keep talking (laughs) Yeah, so I did that and I realised that that was really nice and it was just beautiful to just have that downtime because I was like, I don't want to do anything for my birthday and I don't really want to be entertaining anyone for my birthday. I need that time for myself because every every other day I'm given for other people, let me do this for myself. This is for me. Um, shout out to Casey, actually. Because she she is definitely um, one who made me start thinking about doing um, spa treatments for my birthday. When she said it, I was like, yes, yes, Case. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Casey because she definitely int- introduced that to me. Oh, getting my nails done. That was definitely beautiful because, again, it's just the time that I get to spend um without thinking about anyone else and anyone else's needs as just going out to just okay yeah I'll get my nails done me the nail technician I'm a music <laughs> there's a lot of music involved guys there is a lot of music involved um so there is that in regards my poetry is the performance so even though I've been performing from I was 11 well even longer than that there came a point where I wasn't performing like yeah I just wasn't really performing so I I started growing out of my confidence right so to get back that confidence without the nerves like that continuous nerves and afraid of messing up and really needing to please people I got to a point where I was just like hold on don't apologize be unapologetic so when you go up to perform if you miss something, do not say sorry. And that, oh my gosh, that's helped me a whole bunch. A whole bunch. It's really, really helped me. So that is one thing. Be unapologetic. I don't need to apologize for anything. If I mess up, I mess up. But you do not need to know that I've messed up. That's the thing. So that's one thing. One more thing. 
hot baths hot baths like literally just laying in a hot bath is so beautiful <laughs> I love the water <laughs> I really do if I could go to a nice beach you have one particular beach in my head right now Lyson Beach in Jamaica St Thomas to be precise guys Lyson Beach that was my beach growing up because that's where we used to go if I could do that like Every week, I'd be happy. But obviously, that means like you'd have to be living in Jamaica to take that every Sunday to go to the beach. <laughs> oh man, wishful thinking. I'm sure if I wish it enough, I'll be able to get. Okay, cool. I'm distracting myself. <laughs> um, what else is there? There are definitely those things. I'm not a retail therapy kind of person because I personally hate shopping. It's too much hassle. It's really too much hassle trying to search for things. I'm sorry, no. Just why can you not just pop up in a pair and just be like, hey, Kareen, I'm for you. That's all I want. But these things don't happen in life. So I have to be searching through clothes. No. So yeah, retail therapy is not my thing. Reading. Reading is a good one. Escaping into a different world. That self-love. Literally, self-love is just that hole where you're just not, you're not thinking about anyone else. It's just that time for you, that downtime, that quality time. Me, myself and I, you know, that that's what it is. So anything that I can do for just me. Um, and telling myself that I'm proud of myself. I mentioned this before, just... Reminding myself how proud of myself that I am, how proud of myself I am, really helps because then I'm just like, I'm actually doing well, and it's at that point of recognition. It's like, yeah, this is really good. I am doing well. I shouldn't be so hard on myself. And we keep moving. Next question: What are boundaries that need to be set in place? to protect one's energy ignoring people <laughs> and I say that so boldly with my whole chest because sometimes sometimes you just need to know that Do you know what today is not the day I don't need to talk to you today I don't need to apologize for not talking to you today I do not need to explain for not talking to you today I need this time for myself. You don't you don't have to answer every call that comes in. I tell people that I do this quite a lot. I screen my calls. There are times where I will sit there and I'll look at my phone. And I'm like, no, I'm not answering you today. I'm not answering you at this moment in time. So you need to know yourself enough to be able to say, nope, no, you're not someone that I want to talk to right now. And it may be that you have at least six, seven someones that you just don't want to talk to. There is nothing wrong with that. And sometimes we feel so bad. It's like, but I do need to be there for people. I do need, no, no. Because you are no use to anyone if you are running on empty. And we forget that. Oh, Let's go back to a previous question. What tools do you use? Meditation and yoga. Those two tools have been recently added. They are beautiful. 
I'll come back to that in a bit. We're still on boundaries. Boundaries. Yeah, we do. You do not need to answer everyone. You do not need to reply to every message. You can reply to your messages two, three days later. And I know the the whole thing of um, communication and yeah, but if you don't want to talk today, you can just tell me no, because do you know what? Sometimes we do that. We say, oh, I'm not in a mood today. And you're expected to give reasons why. No, I do not need to give you a reason why. And when you tell people that you're not up for talking about it, some people do want to pry and they do want to then make you feel guilty for not wanting to explain yourself to them, but, but you don't need to. So sometimes you do need to just ignore people, shut them out, take your time, take the time that you need for yourself before you try to go back. As I was saying, you are you are of no use to anyone if you are running on empty. So if you keep giving, 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 and you do not allow yourself to recharge and to be at peace once again, you're you're going to be of no use. And we we definitely do live in a world where every obviously everyone wants wants it to be about them. Everyone wants that. We I can't say that I don't want that. There are times where I do want it to be about me. And I do have to put myself aside and say no. I have to consciously try to mentally be there for people. But sometimes, no. So we need to stop feeling guilty and reminding ourselves that we do not need to feel guilty. We need to stop making other people feel guilty for not having spoken to them in a long time. We have those moments. Sometimes you don't hear from someone in a whole two, three, four months, maybe a year. But why do why do we then make them feel guilty because we haven't heard from them? It's not fair. So we need to stop doing that. And the minute we stop doing that to other people, the minute we will be able to even acknowledge for ourselves that, okay, cool. You know what? <laughs> I need to be kinder to myself, be more patient with myself, allow myself the time that I am allowing other people to have. And then, yeah, we'll be able to move on. Um, So those, yeah, I'd say that's like the biggest boundary, just ignoring people, knowing when to just say no to the world. And then you can be able to kick back and say, okay, cool. That wasn't too bad. And then you get to recharge and you get to regroup, allow yourself the opportunity to come to terms with anything um, that's been bothering you, that's been on your mind, little things like that, little things like that. So yeah, but guys, definitely stop, stop making other people feel guilty. If they don't want to explain something, they don't need to. If they don't want to talk about something, they don't need to. Do not pry um sometimes you just need to be a listening ear if they uh want you to be a listening ear sometimes you just need to be like all right and cool in it that's fine um how are you feeling today <laughs> checking on yourselves as well actually how are you feeling today ask yourself that question 
Me, how I'm feeling today, now that I'm asking you that question, I'll be honest with you, at this moment in time, I'm, I'm tired, to be quite honest. If I didn't have this episode to put out, I would honestly be in bed right now. Um, but I'm doing this because I'm. if, if ever I don't put this out on time, I'm, I know I'm going to start slacking and then the episodes are going to be scattered and stuff. We don't want that. We're sticking to a routine. Um, but yeah, I've not been the greatest. So I've been having a bit of pains and stuff. So every time I get those pains, I end up getting really tired. So that's been um, affecting me. Not going into like a whole bunch of detail about it, but this is what it is. Um, so yeah. What are some characteristics that you have learned about self-love, about self, and how did you learn to accept, correct, and love those parts of you? Oh, can I pass? <laughs> wow. I'm seriously looking at this question, guys. Like, um, I don't know how to answer this question. I glimpsed at the question beforehand, but I wanted to leave these as like surprise. So I didn't have to, th I didn't think about them too much to rehearse them um, for this. I didn't want to do that. Maybe I should have. All right. So we are going to, I'm actually going to think about this. So at this point, I'm going to just pause the recording and I'll see you on the other side of this where I'll actually give you an answer. All right, so I think I am back with an answer. <laughs> um, I think one thing that I would have to say about myself is that I used to care a little bit too much about what other people thought um, and how they viewed me. No, 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 no. That's not even it. Um, it was more of, all right, so we're like real close friends, etc. Um, like I've told you this, that and the other. What if you start telling people if we are no longer friends, like if I no longer want anything to do with you? That is one of the worst things you could do to yourself. I could have done to myself because it meant that I was still trying to hold on to a friendship that I didn't want to have. And to try to hold on to a friendship that you no longer want to have is basically you being toxic towards yourself, me being toxic towards myself. I wasn't opening myself up for growth. I wasn't being honest with myself. But when it got to that point of realising what I was doing, I was like, actually, it doesn't matter. Live your life. Do what you've got to do, you, you know. Um, you don't need to be apologetic to anyone. Um, you don't owe anyone anything. And yeah, just continue to live. Like, so what? You know, what if the what ifs really do hold us back a lot of the times? And it really was holding me back. So I had to move away from the what ifs and just continue living. 
it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like, if you want to say um, that I told you that I went to the moon and no one else was meant to know, and you go out and you tell someone that I went to the moon, okay, cool. It's whatever. Let's just... <laughs> But if you keep holding on to such things, um, we do end up ruining ruining it for ourselves because we will then prevent ourselves from growing because we're so hung up on what if. So that's definitely one characteristic I'd say. Um, in regards to, yeah, I started saying um, caring about too much about what people think about me. Um, but that was definitely wrong, the wrong wording because that's, I am that person who's like, Do you know what, don't care. <laughs> I don't really try to prove anything to anyone. That's just too much work. It's too much energy. I haven't got the time for it. Like, yeah, there are times I'm just like, no, nah, that's too much energy. And if it, if it sounds like too much energy in my head, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go through with it. I'm not going to put myself through a whole bunch of everything to make someone like, no, it's too much work. It's too much work. So yeah, definitely that wasn't one of the, that wasn't, I just worded it wrong, um, worded it wrongly. So yeah. Um, if I think of any other characteristics, I really will come back to them. I will have my ooh kind of moment and come back to it. But that's definitely one I can think of right now. It was the... Um, that hanging on to the what-ifs and... Yeah. Trying to hang around after I know that this, this isn't a friendship that I need anymore. Um, and I wouldn't say that's like all of my friendships. Um, but some some friendships you end up just, you know, it, dis, um, it dissipates. Dissipates? It dwindles. My brain does not want to try and figure out that word right now. <laughs> it dwindles. Um and you end up losing that friendship. So it's not even those kind of friendships. It's the friendships where I know I was really, really trying to hold on to it. And it's just like, yeah, putting yourself through for a lot for no reason at all. So the next question is, what helps you stay centred? Reminding myself to breathe reminding myself to breathe that helps me to stay centered because there are times where a lot is going on and um I do get reminders you're watching stuff and breathing comes up or listening to stuff just the word breathe comes up quite a lot and it's like oh I need to breathe <laughs> So I get reminders um, like that, but even just, there are times where I have to tell myself, just breathe, just breathe. Um, and taking my time out, taking time out really, really helps me. There are times where I know, you know, you're doing too much, you just need time away. 
Um, so there are times I step away from like the open mic scene and I will go for a month, two, three. That month is usually what usually. So that month really, really sets it all off because I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to take a month out. I'll tell myself that. I don't tell anyone else. I'll just tell myself. And a month becomes two months, which becomes three, sometimes becomes four. Um, and during that time, I start, I'll return to the, the music scene, so the jam nights. And then I'll start singing. I'm like, oh, maybe I should do this instead of poetry. This is fun. I really like live bands. And then I'll slowly return to the poetry scene. <laughs> so, yeah, but it really does help, like, just taking that time off because it also helps me to do other things such as sleep, breathe, breathe, <laughs> um, and uh, sleeping and breathing are so important. And yes, I know, we... We are always breathing. It's an involuntary action that our bodies our bodies do. If we weren't breathing, we'd be dead. However, I would say mindful breathing. This is what I mean. Being mindful. Because sometimes we're doing things, right? And we are like we proper, proper hold hold our breath. We don't realize that we're doing it. And we are really tight when we're doing this. So we're not breathing properly and things are happening and we're getting very anxious about things and we, we keep going and this, this is happening and this is ha And it continues because we are so tense and we don't relax. We don't allow ourselves to really take a deep breath and exhale everything that is bothering us, everything that seems wrong. We do not allow ourselves that opportunity on very many occasions. And this is why, like, when the anxiety rises, we find it so hard to come back into ourselves, right? So, yeah, breathing is definitely important. Um, and... Yeah, definitely, like, taking the time away. Sometimes you may need a second away from friends, a second away from families just to shut yourself out for a bit. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so, yeah, what helps me to stay centred is removing myself. <laughs> really. Um, and allowing myself to come back. Come back into into being and this this question goes into the next question which is how can you be at peace with yourself meditation is such a beautiful thing guys <laughs> my only problem with meditation is that when i am not even just meditation just being at peace because then i become at peace with the world and at one with everything i'm just like oh everyone is beautiful and everyone is so wonderful and human beings are the absolute best i'm not able to produce 
creatively. Like I'm not able to write when that happens <laughs> because I get like really like lightheaded and all of that. And I'm just like, oh, airy fairy and yay and happy days. And there are just so many daisies out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, ah, oh, see, all right. So this question, the last question goes together for me, actually, because what I'm going to say now is something which really does help as well. Um, now I said it already. At least I think I said it already. Long hot baths, they really help. They really, really help just having that moment to just lay in a bath. Okay, I think I've spoken about breathing a little bit too much because suddenly, like my tiredness is moving from a level five to a category 10. <laughs> it's getting there, I can feel it. Um, but don't worry, don't worry. We're going, we're going to get to the end. I promise you, I'm answering all of the questions. Uh, so yeah that helps water really 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 helps and it helps me to be at peace with myself as well um i like the flow of water so like oh my gosh there's this part that i really need to go to at some point um just because just because it's the holland it's holland park and they have a japanese garden i may pronounce it wrong i'm going to attempt pronouncing it kyoto gardens they have a Kyoto garden and it's just so beautiful. They have a waterfall there as well. I love the flow of water. This is why I would love to just be able to go to the beach every week. Lyson Beach to be precise. <laughs> Who is going to fund my dreams? <laughs> um, but yeah, just the flow of water. There is there is something about it for me which is just it's magical and it's beautiful and it's calming and it's relaxing and just everything about it does wonders for me. The night sky as well. If you know me, you you'll probably have been like itching like Kareem. How have you not said? Yeah, the night sky. So this is why I like the book that I'm writing now, like Love in Black. Um they're Orion. This is why Orion. <laughs> um, just being able to, like, outside my house, there is a wall, a white wall, and I will just sit on that wall and I'll just stare out into the night sky and it's so peaceful and it helps because it's like all of my thoughts, they are no longer bouncing around in, like, between the four walls in my room. We're now out in the open and it's all free. And then once it's all out there, it's just like, I feel lighter and just to breathe in the atmosphere. And it's just so nice. It's so nice. The serenity of the night sky is beautiful. Just staring at the stars and staring at the moon. And just like, oh, this is nice. I really love this. I really, really love this. So that's definitely that for me. 
Um, that's how I am able to be at peace with myself, um, which then um, comes out as me being peaceful with the rest of the world and nothing anyone says or d does can actually upset me in any way shape or form <laughs> I remember at the start of this year I was really like yo I'm just so chilled and someone said something like, oh you're gonna be mad at me no I'm not nope nope it's okay it's all right I completely understand I'm zen <laughs> but yeah like one school that I was working at um I used to do Zen sessions, like meditation sessions with one of my few, one of my students. And I used to do Zen sessions with another one of my students. So I used to use that time also for myself to just um, meditate. <laughs> and it was beautiful. It was like two hours a week. Not really two hours as such, but within two hours, I had the opportunity to just breathe and just allow life to be. Uh, the next question is, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for, in a very strange way, this lockdown period. This lockdown period because <clears throat> it's beauty in disruption. So we've had a disruption to our day-to-day -day life and our day-to-day -day lives. And um, for me just being able to delve into different things creatively so this podcast I wouldn't I don't think I would have actually started this had it not been for lockdown <laughs> excuse me guys <laughs> I wouldn't have started this if it wasn't for lockdown Hey, fever. <laughs> All right, so I wouldn't have started this if it wasn't for lockdown. I wouldn't have started Scones Poetry and Tea if it wasn't for lockdown. I am also grateful for... Actually, let's continue going creatively. So, yeah, for that. Um, the number of people that I've managed to form uh, a connection with throughout this period as well, and not even just people from this country like people from overseas because I've always want, been wanting to go to America and just do a, like a bit of a U, U, US tour and thing on the um, open mic circuit but not knowing where to start and now I've had um, I've got connections with individuals in America and I'm just so grateful for that so I know that when I'm ready I can go states and I can like hit people up and just be like yo I'm around like give me some spots not even just um going like planning to go over and just be like all right cool I can probably say like I'm gonna come at x time can you let me know where would be good to go and da -da -da -da. like can we meet up and all of these these yeah that's beautiful um I'm grateful for the sisterhood which um, lockdown has created for me and the opportunities that are going to come from this sisterhood. I am so appreciative of it. I'm so grateful for these queens. 
I'm grateful for my family. Um, my family's constant support. I am grateful for the talents that I have. I'm grateful for the patience that I have with myself. I am grateful for um, everyone who has bought at least one of my books. <laughs> I'm grateful for that, for each and every one of you guys who have bought a copy, who has bought a copy. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you who are still listening right now. <laughs> I appreciate you guys so much. I really, really do. And Yankee Candles, shout out to them. Because, yeah, their candles have been been doing beautiful things for me. A.K.A. they smell really good. <laughs> and I've got one burning right now. And it's a cherry blossom one. That's probably why I'm sneezing. I apologise. What do you need most right now? That's the next question. Nah, nothing. Nothing. I I have everything that I need. Right now, I have everything that I need. Um, there is nothing that I'm in want of either. So, yeah. I'm quite satisfied. Quite satisfied. Um, the next question, what do you value most about yourself? Mm. Why are you guys like this? You see, this is what happens when you tell people that you want questions. Yeah, I'm going to do a Q&A. This is what I get. <laughs> I get questions. Um, what do you value most about yourself? What do I value most about myself? <laughs> the fact that I can laugh at myself. <laughs> Like now, I say little things that make me chuckle. I think I value that most because then it means that I'm constantly laughing. Yeah, I can have those conversations with myself and I laugh at myself, <laughs> or I can be recording and I'll laugh at myself. There is no one else but me, and I'm just sitting here laughing. Um, what do I value most about myself? This is a difficult question. This is a very difficult question. And I really don't know how to answer. I really don't know how to answer. Actually, I think I do. I think the thing that I value most about myself is my um, my drive as a creator, as a creative my drive like because when it comes to writing I'm able to produce I am able to produce like even it may take me a couple days to get around to at least one piece but there are pieces that I can just write in 20 minutes um no matter how difficult sometimes and it's the pushing through it. So that drive. Um, I'd, I call it my impulsivity. Impulsivity. I'm impulsive. I'm, we're not going to create any new words right now. Um, I am very impulsive. So there are things and I just run and do them without thinking. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll think about it. No, I don't. 
I do it. Um, like once that thought is there, either someone plants that seed or not, um, or I could plant that seed for myself. Or yeah, but ideas. I literally am an ideas tap. A friend of mine has said this before. Shout out Solomon. Like Solomon's like we've been talking to people like we were at an event once and he was just like yeah if you ever need ideas Karin can give you those <laughs> so yeah definitely um my creativity um my ability to create I definitely value that um how do I currently love myself hot baths meditation yoga face masks sleep <laughs> the Americans that I have connected with do not actually believe I do sleep I do sleep it's just that you lot tend to be awake when I'm also awake I mean come on like when you're awake at two three o'clock in the morning it's like normal hours for me to be awake yeah all right when you're awake at five o'clock in the morning it's normal hours for me to be awake Seven o'clock is way too early for me to be awake. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that is how I love myself. Oh! And I entertain myself with sweets. Oh my gosh. Watching um, movies or TV series that do not require you to think about anything apart from this is the moment I need to laugh so I will laugh and that's an automatic reaction those are beautiful and I've been doing a lot of that I have been doing a lot of that I need to get back to reading though and I've just recently started reading again I'm currently reading To Fish by Janae Iko. I would have finished it yesterday, but I spent the day sleeping. So, as I said, I do love myself. <laughs> and the last question is, explain the difference between being selfish and loving self. Um, Being selfish is where you deny, you spitefully deny um, someone or yourself, but... Yeah, you deny someone, because I'm going to use it in this way. You spitefully deny someone of your time. Um, because if you're not using that time for yourself and you didn't plan to use that time for yourself and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to spite you right now because I just want to be petty, that's being selfish. Um, if you have no good reason to... Um, if the If the reason wasn't about yourself and you know it's not a thing where you're just like I know I said like ignoring people is a good thing but when it comes to it as well if someone's trying to reach out to you and they say um there you know you know that in that mo that moment in time that you're not doing anything you're not even doing anything for yourself doesn't even think about you shutting shutting down and someone is in dire need of your help and whatever not, and you're just like, no, I'm going to be petty, and I'm not going to respond to you, so basically you could be dying, and I just don't care, that's being selfish, 
that is being selfish. Um, when you're doing something out of spite and out of just being petty and bitter um, for no good reason, that is being selfish. Um, yeah. You can easily ignore a person for your own sanity. That's different because where, where it's your sanity, your energy, your um, your own personal needs that are coming up and everything else, where that's that's the um, that's the key motive. That's you have to put self first. You have to put self first. As I said before, you are of no use to anyone if you're running on zilch. If you're running on zero, you're you are of no use to anyone. So it's knowing. Um, that's what um, loving self is and we do need to know um, we do need to know the differences uh, we need to get into ourselves sometimes like get back to ourselves and just be like all right I'm cool I need this I need this moment again if you're constantly doing 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 and you can this is how you're selfish to yourself towards yourself as well you're doing 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 for everyone else and you're not doing for yourself that's you being selfish towards yourself um but yeah don't I know I said ignore people is um when it comes to like setting boundaries <laughs> ignoring people is a good thing because sometimes you just need to and that's for your own again your own personal sanity um but if you're gonna just do it to just spite someone someone said something which irritated you yesterday so you're just gonna spite them tomorrow um, spite them today for what they said yesterday or did yesterday you're just being selfish for no reason um, and that's it that is it you beautiful beings that is all and I'm going to leave you with a poem and it's called Introspect Introspect. We have found moods and memes lost in worlds created by others to satisfy our lack, lacking the understanding that happiness was never lost. How we see ourselves isn't to do with our minds, but more of their views. Viewing the world as a detrimental landscape, escaping realities, trapping our minds within this cage of a body. Maya figured out why the cage bird sung and Alicia understood it too. But there is much more than receiving a reason if we aren't able to grasp it for us. Instagram can guide us so far along as we tread along the thinnest roots trying to better ourselves. But we can't fill our bellies on short snippets if we spend no time to introspect yet we expect others to respect us. But we haven't got that self-discipline. Implementing intrepid instances in inaugural neural notions, notifying negligent times, training thoughts to track rituals relating rightfully to roots of honorism, spectacularly spectating situations of self-destruction and self-actualization, prompting perfectly imperfect powers, elevating emotions, entertaining energies, correcting confidence, uncovering creations, taking time to talk to you. 
We have become dependents of dependency. Seeking validation from them is a tendency. Needing them as guides, submissive as brides. Losing trust in ourselves is natural complacency. This lack of understanding when it comes to self-examination causes us to mindlessly point fingers. It's never a case of ready aim fire, but instead shoot now and come to realization later. Just like black bodies dropping like flies at the pull of a police's trigger, we act now and think later. But what if we trained the mind as much as we did bodies taught it to pause as we do our fingers for Netflix, would it not mean we take the blame for our actions without becoming compulsive accusers? Don't we all do this? Tell friends and families they are in control of their actions if another being does something they do not agree with? Don't we tell them to deal with their own insecurities and try not to project? But for some godforsaken reason, we can't seem to take our own advice. Is it truly null and void when it becomes personal? personifying our thoughts placing them in host bodies must we see them in someone else to be able to identify that it's wrong that we are wrong and by wrapping them around someone that's not us we detach hoping they become better people not realizing it is ourselves we need to have the issue with it is us who needs fixing let's correct ourselves here and now how we see ourselves isn't to do with their minds but more of their our views our views of ourselves, we need to become one with who we are now, look at who we were then, and figure out who we want to be tomorrow. That way, we'll no longer be dependents of dependency. Seeking validation from them shouldn't be a tendency. We shouldn't need them as guides to submit as brides, and no longer should trust in ourselves be a complacency. And that is the end of that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you one more time. I am grateful for you. Um, So yeah, that concludes the end of season one. Season two begins next week. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. We have done three months. All right, I'm not even going to start talking again. This is it. That's it. That's a wrap. I'll see you lot next week monday take care have a blessed week ahead